<laughs> Welcome back, everyone. J Bone here for Smash This Podcast. Oh my goodness. Wait, to my left, your Uncle Mark. You know him probably more from over at Total Nonstop Impact. Brother, what's up? Not a whole lot, man. Friday afternoon, heading into spring break for my kids. So, you know, getting ready. What's Hell up with yeah, you? Man. Oh, just another uh, midday show that I'm, uh, you know, not really accustomed to. But, hey, we are here. You know, usually I'm doing my late night bone thing, you know. It's... Oh. Well, last night was a late night bone. You were on until... When were you done last night? Late. I was, uh, I was, yeah, because I did two shows yesterday. I'm doing probably two today, depending on what I feel like tonight. I don't know. We'll see. Are you going to do SmackDown tonight or are you thinking about doing another throwback? Um, I haven't decided yet. I haven't decided yet. I like, I like some of the stuff that's going on SmackDown. It just doesn't, uh, procure a good audience for me. So we'll see what I feel like. I don't know. Easier anyways, to get through two hours of SmackDown, though, than three hours of Raw. So. Oh, Jiminy Christmas, yes. <laughs> um, All right, so what is. are we doing here, Daybone? Why are we here? We are doing Sacrifice Impact Wrestling Sacrifice Preview and Predictions. The big shebang is going on tomorrow, and uh, we are doing our simulcast stream, as we have been lately for these specials. Uh, we're doing uh, Smash This Podcast. We'll be live on the Twitch and the uh, YouTube. And you can also watch it on Total Nonstop Impact. So um, I'm not sure yet who's all going to be on. I'll be on. I think you'll be on. I'll be on. You'll be on. Yep. I'm pretty sure Trent's going to be on. And we'll see as far as... Um, everyone else i'm not positive yet who's all gonna be i sometimes we do manage to see kalon during the specials because his schedule dropping so there is always a chance we could see a kalon oh i would love to see kalon on he hasn't been on in months the guy the guy's been so busy i mean he's still you know it's it's not like uh well he hasn't been on so he's not part of us anymore no he still is a very important part of our podcast we just don't see him a lot you know it's like he'll he'll put stuff in the tni uh studio and all of a sudden you know we'll we'll go do a show and notice new stuff in there new bites and it's like oh oh courtesy of kalon <laughs> exactly and you know i tell you javon i was just saying for all of you overseas uh, particularly in the UK, I was just telling J-Bone the nice thing about these daytime shows is it gives you guys a decent time to watch some impact since it's always at like four in the morning. So, and I see in the chat, we've got like CM Chris is here and X here. Let's see. There's gotta be some more UK guys too, right? Guys. That's guys. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Wherever it's from, welcome, much love. It's always appreciated. Uh, where, wherever the audience is from, it's, it's great to see. Um, so yeah, just a reminder as we get into this, we smash that like button, smash that sub button, and ring that bell for notifications. Oh, if you're on Twitch, you can sub, you can cheer bits, you can gift subs, you can do all that lovely stuff to help the podcast 
grow. CM Chris says it's uh, 7 here in the UK, 7 p.m. Awesome. Awesome. Perfect. Perfect time. Right? Perfect time. <clears throat> All my oh. conference calls with the UK this morning started at 9, so they could finish their day by 5. And now I'm back in the UK again. There you are. <laughs> Worldwide, baby. Worldwide. All right. So, yeah, the big shebang is tomorrow. This This card came together pretty quick. Pretty quick over the last few weeks, but that's how they do these lately, and I don't mind. Nope. That's become the hallmark of special, is that these cards just really come together fast, but so far they have not missed. Every single one of these specials has been great. I mean, Turning Point was probably the weakest, and it was awesome. So... Yeah, and this and this one is proving again that these Impact Plus specials are becoming must-see. That's yes. the great part of it, especially regarding the headlining match that we'll get into in a little bit. Um, I can't believe they're putting that on this card. That alone is a pay-per-view buy to me. Oh yeah. Just yeah. that match. Yeah, you're getting you're getting that match and what it's worth and what it means for the future of impact wrestling for seven ninety nine, folks. Seriously, get your seven ninety nine. Get your there, there's so much worth in the Impact Plus app. Um, we, we 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 talk about it every single week on the throwbacks over on TNI as well. It's so much fun to dive into the history of this company and, and see the, the rich wrestling history that there is. All right, so let's get into this, this card. This one was uh, a few of these were added on uh, last minute, but that's okay. And I and I have I have a feeling. I have a feeling, Mark, that there is going to be one more change to this card, but we'll get into that. We'll oh, into I that. think I know what you think the change is going to be. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, all right. Once we start out here with a – now, this is interesting. We haven't seen something like this in a while in Impact Wrestling. This is a mixed tag match. We got Tanil and Caleb with a K versus Havoc and Nevaeh. Now, Havoc and Nevaeh have been a little on the outs lately, and they're they're kind of giving this one more shot. Uh, what are your thoughts on this match, Mark? Um, well, it's awesome to see not just a mixed tag, J-Bone, a full intergender match. I hope that this is the beginning of Tennille finding her partner who's been under her nose the whole time. Love Tennille and Caleb with a K together. Um, I think that he's such a good in-ring worker. He can work with the women all day long. I don't know if like that's something that he wants to do, you know, partially be part of the knockouts. But like, I I love the idea. This match is pretty cool. Um, Havoc and Nevaeh. I'm not sure what's going on. Like week from week, we've been kind of teased both directions. Are they're going to stay together? They're still friends. Oh, you know, they want to find their own way. Um, I think that this is where we see the split, and I think that Tennille and Caleb with a K become solidified as a team in the ring. So I'm going to say that Tennille and Caleb win here, and we see a Ooh. split, and we see a split in Havoc and Nevaeh for a bit. I think out with one, in with the other, because if you think about the the top end of the knockouts division too right now, um, 
Diana doesn't have a whole ton of challengers lined up. She has not wrestled Havoc or Nevaeh that I can remember specifically, not for the title. Maybe she did before mm. she wasn't holding the belt. So I, I just kind of see that the division going that way. Interesting. That is an interesting way to look at it. I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go the other way on this one. I'm going to go that uh, Havoc and Avea are are back together for good. I think they're going to come out with a strong win here. But I got to say, and look, look, we've been very, here's that word again, we've been very critical of the booking and how, maybe, maybe not so much the booking, but how, well, a little bit of the booking, how Tennille's been in Impact Wrestling. You know, she, she's had some good matches. She's had some eh matches. I think this new uh, Tennille Dashwood with Caleb over the course of the last several months, this new inception of this new combo character is uh, the best we've seen of her. Absolutely. A hundred percent agreed. I feel like she has, uh, she's got a new, uh, she's got a new energy, honestly, because she's, um, it's not, I mean, yes, it is all about her, but she has the chance to bounce stuff off of someone else. And she's not, uh, for lack of better words, struggling on her own. Um, so yeah, I, I really do like this as, as goofy as it is sometimes to see, you know, what they're doing together. And it's like, you know, sometimes it's a little cringy and goofy, but, um, it's all to help build her, you know, sassy character. And I love Caleb. Caleb's Caleb is an amazing wrestler. He's probably, you know, for those new to coming back to impact wrestling or watching for the first time you look at Caleb like, Oh, he can't do crap. No, he's actually one of the best wrestlers on this roster in my opinion. But what he's doing now is taking a lot of physical stress off his body because he was doing so much a few years ago. So when he has the chance to do something else and you know, he has, he has the ability to show like, Oh, I, I don't know really what I'm doing. Similar to how, like what Reba's doing with Britt Baker. Rebel. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Reba, not rebel. Yeah, I agree. I like, I don't know. If I, I would say he's one of the best, but he's certainly one of the most competent post to post workers who can give you a match of any variety. Like I a hundred percent agree with that. He's, he's been beyond that. He's been such a boon for Tennille. Like you, everything you said, I agree with. Um, we were in a place, I think all of us kind of individually and as a group with Tennille for a long time. But since Caleb showed up, man, she's becoming more and more endearing. Her character's growing more and more um, in the ring. Obviously, she's knocked the rust off. She looks a lot better. She's starting to add moves to her repertoire. Uh, unfortunately, that that stupid noogie is one of them. She should totally get rid of that. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's I think that's a little throwback to what she used to do in the WWE uh, is a little more okay. playful, you know. Okay, gotcha. See, I'm not too familiar. I've seen some of her matches early on there that became you know famous later on, but I don't know too much about her. And it's it's, like it's 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 kind of humiliating too. It's kind of like when the you know the person's yeah. down on the mat, you're just kind of like painting them, you know. It's similar yeah. to that, you know. Yeah, it looks like the chat's pretty 
pretty in agreement with you too that you, they don't want to weaken the tag, the knockouts tag division by Havoc and Nevea leaving it. I just feel yeah. like we're we're running thin on both sides of the car in the knockouts division, on both sides or not both sides of the card. I'm sorry, but in both divisions, right? It's thin at the top and it's thin in the tag teams. They got to sign some and there's got to be some restructuring line with adding Caleb to the mix too, just to keep it right. Running. Yeah. I yeah. mean, some people, you know, come and some people go, you know, there's uh, we've seen a lot of changes recently, but I think they've all been for the better, you know, uh, as far as who's coming in and some of the new stuff that we're seeing some of the directions on some of them. Um, yeah. I just wanted to kind of make a point of it because I know that it is tough to see a team leave or, up front, I do think the knockouts division is thin. I don't think we've talked about it enough lately, but when you look at like that group shot they posted, it's a badass division. I'm not saying it's the best division in the world. It absolutely is. But in terms of with now trying to support it, it's got to expand. It's got to grow even more than it already is, I think. Oh, yeah. I think they could use, you know, a handful more girls to really really shake things up in the wrestling world to really help put some more eyes on it. Um, well, yeah, cause, um, well, you know, I, I don't want to bring up, you know, who's coming, who's gone. I know that's a sensitive subject for you, but yeah, they can absolutely, they could absolutely, uh, use a few more girls now. So this, this was, they need one tag team to dedicate to that division. If not the C star, someone else that, that can really be, another core foundational team for the division that doesn't wrestle singles that much. You know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 A few more certainly uh, will uh, help this. Yeah. So, all right. So we're seeing differently on this one, but that's okay. I actually can, uh, I totally see your way of looking at this as well. All right. So next we've got uh decay versus Reno scum. Um, I, I absolutely love Reno Scum. I feel like this Reno Scum, like they're on their own. They're not back. They're not, you know, playing second fiddle to someone like they were with Ace Austin for a while last year. And nothing against that. That's fine. Uh, Ace Austin needed them to do his dirty work for a few different, uh, you know, <laughs> things. Um, Showed up at Rich Swan's house. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that was my favorite. <laughs> Breaking and entering. They really are scum. Um, <laughs> oi, oi, oi. But they've got, the, with their ring gear and their attitude and the promos they're cutting lately, there's a whole new uh, breath of fresh air about, uh, just, just air of um, something new about them, some kind of new energy, and I'm loving it. What, what do you think about this match? I, I think they're fresh. I think that's what that energy is. Remember, they were off of taping because Adam Thornstowe is is a full-time nurse, and I guess his work schedule couldn't permit them to make a set of tapings from what I understand. Um, I don't know if that's like 100% true, but we, they were off TV either way for a long time, and it seems like they have come back with, yeah, a kind of a renewed energy. Not that they were ever low on energy, I mean, but in that – in last – was it last week that we saw the eight-man tag with them? Uh, yeah, Good Brothers, Finn Juice, them, and Triple XL. Yes. Thornstow was kind of the ring general leading everyone around. He kind of took point in some of the promos. Um, they do feel they do feel new, and they feel like our guys. So do Triple XL. But Reno Scum, we've seen him over the years come and go, right? Like this isn't their first time, tri first trip to the rodeo. 
Um, I hope these guys get a huge push. I think it's well known on that everyone over on TNI, big Reno scum fans. I know the chat's full of scum fans too. Yeah. We want it for these guys. I'm happy to see them added to the sacrifice card. Uh, I don't imagine though Black Taurus being pushed so heavily as such a monster and being new. I don't think Reno Scum can can pull this one off. I hope that they can. Uh, I love Decay too, but they've got Rosemary at ringside. Rosemary is always an advantage. Um, she's such a wild card out there. She is. So I just I you know I'm happy for this match. It'll probably be early in the card. I would actually wouldn't mind seeing this go first. That'd be a really hot start, in my opinion. Um, but I see Decay probably coming out on top here. Again, they've got the numbers advantage, and Black Taurus is just really on a roll right now. What do you think? I'm actually going to go opposite you again because um, unlike Triple XL, there is one half of that tag team there is that is absolutely terrified of Rosemary. I don't see... I mean, Rosemary is always a factor. I don't want to poo-poo her because she's got, you know, she's she's dealing with other forces that we don't understand. You know, she's, she's, she's always Rosemary. Yeah. Yeah. She's one of the, the, what do they call it? The death dealers or whatever they call it. I don't know. She <laughs> Underworld she, reference for you guys. Yeah, oh, no, she's, she, has, she does call herself a death dealer too, though, huh? Right. I think she has. I think yeah. she has. Um she 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 does stuff that we don't understand but uh we also appreciate her being from you know another realm and doing the things that she does uh i didn't uh like the whole uh what she was trying to do with bravo i'm glad he's okay but um yeah that's just a perfect example of that so but i look at a team like reno scum and they've been you know, scummy forever. I appreciate the scum. <laughs> and, <laughs> and this is the strongest uh, inception of them that I think that we've seen in the last four years of them being a part of this company yeah. back and forth. Yeah. Um, they've had some rough uh, comings and goings, but um, this, this is, uh, I'm having a blast watching this, uh, this comeback of um, Reno scum. I call it a comeback because they just have a whole new freshness about them. If you can call it, give the word fresh with a team like Reno scum. It's like a new swagger. It is. It is. Yeah. A little more tough. Um, something, something they've got it this time. So you got Reno scum here. I I'm, like I'm, I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick Reno scum. I hope you're right. I'm going the other way, but I hope you're right. It'd be nice to see our boys get that, you know. Get I that just, little, uh, I'm, I'm really excited. I tell you what, uh, I can't wait to see Torus face off against oh, um, Luster. Luster. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Two it's, it's, mo absolute monsters that look like nobody else. Yeah. Just, Luster is one of the underrated. Uh, members of this this tag team division in this company that's just a joy to watch because he's just so big yeah, he has, yeah i feel that so way about both these guys right like yeah luster's awesome thornstow's really great should be an x division champion at some point both of yeah. these guys real under the radar despite their outrageous look 
And, you know, not in, and also if I could just quickly plug that other little podcast, Total Nonstop Impact, we will have Adam Thornstow on Tuesday, right after Impact on Access TV, five minutes after. We will be live with Adam Thornstow, possibly with Luster Legend as well. So keep them crossed. We get both. That's my, that would be ideal. But did did you book that one? I did. I did. Good for you, Mark. See, this is why (laughs) we love you. (laughs) Them and Gia. I'm gonna. This I'm is... just gonna keep booking Gia over and over again because she rules. <laughs> well, she did bring in some pretty nice numbers from what I'm seeing over on CNI. So oh, I'm not complaining. Nice. Yeah. Really? You go back, yeah. You go back and see the numbers on the uh, interview we did with her a couple a couple months ago, whatever it was. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was nice. nice. Everybody's going back and watching again because right? she's so engaging. She was a lot of fun. She really yeah. was. She just, uh, you know, there's there there's some wrestlers out there that just come off as kind of fake, and she just, man, there's just something about her that just that's, is that's just something so real. She, that's exactly what I was gonna say. She's so genuine. Yeah, you, you can tell she's just who she is. Absolutely, hundred percent genuine. And you know what? Being hundred percent genuine, being Gia Miller is fucking killing it. So keep being yourself. <laughs> she you is, know? you know, especially yeah. on BTI. And we've been telling people, you've got to watch BTI. Yes, it is a third hour of Impact Wrestling, but it's all canon as to what's going on in the main show. It's not, it's it's an absolute step up from what Explosion was. <laughs> Trent, so. Trent in the chat says, motherfucker Mark pulling his weight. <laughs> <laughs> Trent, what is up, dude? <laughs> All right. All right. So we got so we're different on both the first two matches. I love it. I love yeah. it. What do we got next? We've got uh violent by design. Let me scroll up the card here. We got VBD, violent by design with Eric Young. So we've got uh um oh, damn it. Diener. That's still really I new for me. I hate it. I wish it's, it wasn't it's, Diener. I hate it. It's hard. It's hard. It's. <laughs> I love everything about his reinvention except the name. That's the only thing. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it is what it is. It's. Yeah. Uh, he's there's something about you know Cody Diener that that probably wasn't going to fit with this, and now he's just Diener. It's just it's straightforward. <laughs> he's he's cleansed of everything he was before, and it could have so, been worse. They could have called him slap nuts or whatever. Oh, Jiminy Christmas. That would have been tremendous. Uh, (laughs) Not. All right. So Storm and Sabin. What what were they calling this one? Guns. Beer guns. With Jake something in their corner at uh, at ringside against Violent by Design. Joe Doring and Diener with Eric Young at ringside. This one. Oof. This one's tough, dude. Dude, you go first because I honestly, I have no clue. This one's really tough. But the only thing I can say for sure, and I'll buy you a little time to think about it because this one's tough, is that this is going to break down into an absolute slugfest almost immediately. Like, I don't see this going more than five minutes before it just breaks down into total chaos. And if Daniel Spencer's in the ring, he's going to have to throw everybody out. Because that's how it seems like lately in referee Daniels matches, shit's been really popping off, and he's gonna have to get control early. And I've even I've even heard some people say that 
this is where Jake something turns heel on on uh, James Storm and Chris Saban. I I highly doubt that. I ben highly seems doubt to that. think so, huh? Yeah, he's yeah, so he's heard it too. I don't remember where we heard it. We heard it somewhere in the chat while doing TNI over the last couple of weeks. Um, I I think that this whole new um, showing of Jake something coming out and him being by the side of uh, Storm and Saban is uh, it's it's great to be attached to such wrestling legends. It's not a bad thing. I don't feel like it's uh no, we're just going to put you over here. I don't look at it that way because it's still a, a three on three feeling. And I absolutely see that match. That match could end up on Tuesday for all we know, who knows? That's what I think is going to happen. Um, which would have been great to see at the pay-per-view, but they're, they're telling a story. It's interesting. Th this story is too big to end already. That's my thought on this match in general. Oh yeah, this is just one of a series, many more series of matches that I think we're going to get out of this. Yeah. So, so who you who you got in this one? Uh, we got, we got, can uh, I can I call a no contest? Like, <laughs> I, I honestly, no. I, I, I I do I do think what happens. Okay, I'll pick a winner, but I don't think this is the end. I uh, man, I'm gonna say that beer guns and Jake win uh, via DQ. Say that one more time. Who's what? Beer guns and Jake something. Or I'm sorry, beer guns win with Jake in the corner via DQ. Oh, because the other team does yeah. such outlandish. Oh, yeah. Okay. I just, I can't see this with a, a straight finish. There's no way this ends in a regular straight finish. Okay. Uh, so, so no one's winning clean. Okay. Yeah, so I say beer guns, but I don't think it's going to be by by any clean method. All right, um, you know what? I I really want I really want Storm and Saban to win here too. Um, I don't think they're going to, but I'm still going to root for them to win. So I'm going to actually agree with you on this one. All right. Dif different means of getting there, but same result, basically. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see uh, big picture-wise here. Like, the match is going to yes. be great. I have, uh, you know, Doring's going to... I'm with you. Doring and Storm. Give me, give me an Iron Man match. My God. I hope Doring doesn't you know? kill Chris Saban by accident. I really like Chris Saban. <laughs> It's gonna be on purpose. <laughs> yeah, I, this is. I'm with you though. Like you're so right. I'm sure this match is gonna be fine, but I, honestly, it's it's completely second thought to me compared to the storyline of Violent by Design. And you know, if the legends are gonna stick together, like Storm said on Impact, yeah, man, they're the first line of defense against what we expect to be a growing faction in Violent by Design. Yeah. Uh, that's already off to a really hot start. This should be long-term implications, even if it's just a rebellion. This should be great stuff, uh, but this is a stepping stone. Oh yeah, absolutely. All right, now next we've got uh, a, a term that we don't hear very much in the wrestling world: hold harmless match. It's interesting <laughs> that they 
I could have swore Demore made that shit up. He's so smart. He knows everything. <laughs> Old harmless match. Well, it's interesting. It's uh, I think the last time we heard that was a couple years ago in the the, the AEW realm. They brought up that term. Uh, oh, which really? Is, it's basically I, I believe it's basically no DQ. Myers even yeah you know played stupid for a while and it was like oh yeah holds it's a no submissions uh, right you know what he said it's it's a, no, it's he a thought submission. it was a submission yeah match. submission match yeah <laughs> and and Demore's like uh, uh, no <laughs> I love Pirate Myers man that dude is really good that dude is good I'm so glad he came over to him man those guys were big wins he's 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 uh he's really underrated and he's just getting started in this brand folks if you're not a fan of what myers is doing start paying attention can we go can we go off for a little bit like in the wwe when he was there did he even like was he just never on tv or was he strictly like a jobber like it sounds like he was just a jobber who would come and get is that all he did his second run with the company, he was on one of the longest losing streaks there ever was in the world of professional wrestling. Now, on, um, you know, you look at the records of people's winnings and losing streaks over the years, and there's a lot of heels that spent like a most of, like, say, a calendar year losing on TV and on the road just to help carry a storyline. But they made this a storyline and they kept track of it and they showed you the numbers. It was a virtual opposite, like Goldberg. alternate universe <laughs> of like Goldberg. Yeah, totally. It was ridiculous. Okay. Like, so he actually didn't really do this to someone. But, but did he get to wrestle or did he just come out and job? No, he would wrestle. But no, they 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 really put this whole losing streak at uh, they they made it a thing for him. Like he would come out and always lose. It's just so curious to me because he is he's become a favorite of mine in the ring. He's a really good wrestler. Like he's he a damn good wrestler. Above, I mean, he's really good on the mic, and I like his character and the eye patch stuff. And but he's actually a really great wrestler. Like, how did he get? You know, what I'm thinking too. The reason I'm even asking is. Long term, we know he's signed now, and he signed after about a six month period, which means his his contract fresh, I would imagine. So we've got at least two years with him. Yeah, we could see a very legitimate build to a world title run with what I'm seeing with his ability, um, right? And I guess I just didn't expect that coming in because I didn't have the right details on him and I hadn't seen him perform right. enough. But he's got the mileage, probably. If he wasn't really wrestling actively for the last ten years. He's probably got a long life left ahead of him, and we could see, be seeing one of the future cornerstones of the company in Brian Myers. That's my hope. He is. He's underrated. I'm glad he's a part of this brand. I'm glad he's getting a fresh start. He is a former you know, tag team champion, and um, he's got so many uh, years of experience that he can you know, help help others in this locker room too, you know, mm, and, um, and, and use what he's learned from other places. And, um, so yeah, it's, he's, it's, it's a joy to see him get to do something fresh. And even though some of it has to do with, uh, uh you could say a former tag partner as in this whole thing with, uh, Matt Cardona, 
I hope this is like a long, slow burn and it just keeps Matt around longer. So yeah, and it's interesting that Matt is not on this, but I think he's still going to be lurking around somewhere in the, in the process of this. We'll certainly see him at some point, at least, you know, backstage so. or something during this night. So the match itself, like all that being said about Brian Myers, it feels like Eddie Edwards has been working really hard since his title run to put people over. I feel like we're going to see that again. I think we're going to see a really good, solid, competent mid-card match. And I think Myers is going to win. You know what? As much as I love Eddie Edwards and he is one of the backbones of this company, I really think this is a slow burn push of Myers. And I think he is going to get a win here, too. And, you know, like we've said many times on this show and T&I with Eddie Edwards, he's that kind of guy. He's like Sammy Callahan. He doesn't need a belt. He'll be fine. He'll always be over. He'll always be popular. You can put him anywhere and it's not going to harm him. And he's very giving. So surely no way Eddie has a chance here. I just don't think that would happen. Not because he's not great. Myers is, he's on a roll lately. You know, people... I, I feel like, you know, you, you look at the, the kayfabe side of it and it's like, uh, I, I feel like this locker room, I feel like he's really a mystery to the rest of this locker room still. Agreed. Yeah. He hasn't really interacted heavily with those that aren't like the misfits who wouldn't be out uh, scouting with others anyways. You know, he yeah. comes in through his, his own means, like right before his match and leaves. Yeah. He's kind of being written in as, as a wild card, isn't he? A very competent one. Yeah, and it, he's. It seems like he's really. Um, well, now that he's like officially signed, they're giving him more focus. Yes. You know, Absolutely. he's not just. He's not just you know wrestling swoggle and stuff like that. Which which he's got a, a past with them, and uh, it's 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 more fun than anything. You know, like hey, yeah. let's do this. It'll be fun. It'll be goofy. It's it'll be great for TV. Yeah. Um, but now it seems like uh, he's more serious now and he's on some kind of trajectory for the future for, you know, he's, he's on a decent streak. Yeah. I'm coming off the most eliminations at BFG, then a hiatus. And then since he's come back, he's just one, 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 one. And you're right. Like, you know, a good wrestling program has a little bit of everything for television. And that's what his misfits angle was. And now we're moving on to the the time he's going to make a real run. Yeah. I mean, I'm here for it. Critical Sting here says his finisher is called the roster cut. Enough said. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a, you know, it's a little shot at his past, you know, so. uh, So we're same on Myers. Both we're both on Myers here. Yeah. 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 It'll, it'll, uh, I think uh, it'll be one of the dark, um, what do they call that? Dark horse uh, matches. Oh, it'll be a great match, no doubt. On the show, yeah. Yeah, it'll be a good mid-card, you know, middle-of-the-show match. Yeah. Um, now, we're getting into the title matches here. We got the other half of the card. Uh, TJP defending his X Division Championship belt against uh, Ace Austin. Yeah, Ace totally fucking smushes his face in. <laughs> Ace, just, Ace murders this fool. Let's go, Ace. <laughs> I have absolutely no doubt that uh, Fulton will be at the side of Ace Austin. Although he's he's been out there a couple times by himself. Like I believe was it at the yeah. end of the cup when he won by himself? Yes, and he had Fulton sit in the chair on impact this past week. 
That's true. There's no way that they're not putting this belt back on Ace. Like my dislike for TJP as a person aside, this just seems to be the way that they're moving with Ace Austin. I even in full like kayfabe, there's I can't see a reason to keep it on TJP right now when the X division is the best that it's been in, in a while. It's it's really, really good right now. There's too many people to showcase to keep the belt on TJP through another cycle of tapings, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because you can look at the X division. Ace is a legitimate contender. Bay is a legitimate contender. Willie Mack is a legitimate contender. Uh, you know, TJP is the champion. Rohit Raju is a legitimate contender. Jordan Grace is a legitimate contender. The division is exploding. To leave the belt on that dude would be a, just a travesty. Yeah, and with the newcomers, like, uh, you know, there's little rumblings we've heard, you know, maybe Thornstone's interested in throwing his hat in the X Division, and, uh, you know, Josh Alexander wants, wants a shot at that again. Um, it's, it is interesting. I mean, they, they foreshadowed Josh Alexander coming after TJP, which, which almost makes me think that TJP's keeping this. Um, but they also, now this is what, they, this is what I talked about earlier that I think there's a change coming to this match, uh, a last minute change who beat Ace Austin this past week. Uh, oh, Bay. That's right. Bay did beat Austin this week with, I don't remember what happened. I, yeah, I do remember Bay was, winning this. It was it was part of it was a, a, a distraction from TJP That's and right. That's and right. um, Fulton chased him off, but um, that's a good point. No, I like your point. I had forgotten it. I I feel I mean if he doesn't get added, that's fine. But I feel like he Man. should be because it just adds to this match, in my opinion. Oh, I also want to say. If you guys don't know, I don't know what everybody's cup of tea is as far as music. Chris Bay has a new album that just dropped. It's on Spotify. Look up Chris Bay. I've never heard of it. Honestly. Yeah, it's, you know it's, it's like hip-hop. Your your call at putting him in this match makes so much sense. Though. Like I'm thinking about it. Bay is a really hot property right now. To leave him off a card as big as this is really weird. And I know that everyone can't be on every card, but now I'm just double th I'm thinking back over this. Man, I could see this booked at the event, right? Like Demore books it in the back right before the match or even comes out. I don't know, man. I'm still it's, sticking with Ace because we don't know if there's going to be a third person. I'm still right. sticking with Ace. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, it's like going to change, but I, we can't yeah. go on that. I just, I think you may be right. It doesn't make sense to leave Bay out of this match. Yeah. Well, and, and there's other stuff that's going on in the company that was left off of this as well like the whole sammy and and trey thing but i that's that's yeah. a that's a slow burn they could have yeah. easily put that on here as a co-headliner they didn't they did that yeah no that's a slam anniversary type build probably those yeah. two guys i think or, they can go or rebellion i think that's a good rebellion rebellion's gonna be a hot yeah. card yeah that's gonna be an insane card i the fact that this card is so stacked tells you that they're making room for rebellion and it's going to be insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be even bigger as good as this one is. Um, so I think we're both in agreement that ACE Austin takes it here. Yeah. 
yeah, I think Ace is going to win here. It's time to put the belt back on Ace because I honestly believe he's marching towards the world title. I know Moose is the man, but I believe Ace is in that orbit, and this is just a stepping stone for him to get back to that. You know, don't forget Ace has been there before, right? We've seen him wrestle for the world title before. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm obviously like I'm an Ace Austin guy and I believe in Ace and I, I know that they have big plans for him. And I feel like despite Moose being on top of the world, this year is going to be a huge year for Ace Austin. This is just the beginning. Yeah, Ace Ace is a, is a, one of the guys that you want to help build a company on like this. A hundred percent. I want him signed for five or six years. You know, just so that we don't even have to have that discussion every two years, right? Just, oh, just yeah. sign him for as long as he'll stay, you know, and not to mention that with Ace, like at least right now, part of that package is you get Gia. They've been together for four years. You know, Gia's great too. You grow this company, grow these kids with this company. And I think that's the plan, right? It's clear that Impact Wrestling Management understands that Ace Austin is a hot commodity and is the future. And I don't think we have too much to worry about with him. You know, but you still you still want to see that title put on him, right? Like you still want to know that that guy's our world champion at some point. Oh yeah, and and watching him grow over the last couple years with this company, and even seeing him on other brands. You know, like when I when I saw him as a part of um, uh, MLW, you mm-hmm. know, and I, yeah. I'm still kicking myself because I had the opportunity to meet him and I didn't. And, yeah, I remember those. Uh, shows. That was a long time ago, though. He was still relatively unknown. Yeah, that was. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was still. He was just floating back and forth between MLW yeah. and uh, just starting with Impact, and that was. Uh, yeah, summer of 2019. God, yeah, yeah. Last year was like so mind bending. It feels like five For, years ago, but it wasn't. Totally. Yeah. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Uh, Critical Sting makes another good point I'll make real quick before we move on is that he's a Don Callis guy. And if you're a Don Callis guy in Impact Wrestling, you're in pretty good shape. And Ace is an everybody guy. And I think he's definitely the future. Oh, yeah. He is one guy that uh, Don Callis, while he was on commentary, uh, touted all the time. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. He uh, he and Kiara Hogan, you know, among (laughs) others. And, uh, and and speaking of Kiera, let's jump into the uh, women's division now. Um, we're not talking the tag match. We're talking the the um, the women's impact women's title match. Here we got uh, Deanna Perazzo defending against a returning recently ODB. Bam! Oh, that's a whole lot of bam. Bam. <laughs> odb looks great though right she's my age she's like 42 she looks fantastic out there it's nice to see. i mean we've all agreed to chat uh, t and i here everybody loves it if you don't love, love odb i don't know why you're watching wrestling you know like she kind of embodies like the whole spirit of wrestling funny irreverent you know but still a hard good talent hard worker like salt of the earth type people you know Oh yeah, it. just just hardworking, uh, good wrestler, uh, brings a whole other dynamic of charisma to the company. Oh, oh yeah, and uh, yeah. A, a veteran presence to uh, lead on as well. Yeah, so I always refer to her as the the bridge between the original knockouts, you know, or that that middle region talent. 
you had the early WWE years when it was really a struggle for women to get on TV and early TNA when you had Trinity, like it had no place and women were eye candy. And then you had like the original generation of knockouts who brought us to where we are today. And ODB is firmly in that original generation of knockouts. Um, and the nice thing is if you were, if I were to go back and look at Taryn Terrell, and Taylor Wilde and Gail Kim and ODB and all these knockouts, the one that I would choose to bring out now is probably ODB because what's nice is not only does she bridge the gap, not only does she have history with the company, her charisma and her character is so great. She doesn't need a title. Um, I didn't, I don't even need to see her in this title program with Dion. I'm glad she's in it, in, but I don't think she has a chance in hell of winning. Um, but it's cool because after she's done with this, you could move ODB into the tag division. You could move her into the lower part of the card if you felt like it. You wouldn't, but you could. Uh, she she can just do character work. Um, another old handy hand like James Storm to have back into the fold. Uh, I'm very excited for this match. Very excited for the match to see how they're going to. There's no way she's going to beat Deanna, but I am curious to see how she's going to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The match is going to be good. And big picture wise, it's interesting. It's it shows. It shows the worth of ODB that someone like Deanna took her out to put a statement on that because obviously afraid that someone like ODB would come after her. Absolutely. You take out a, a you know, um, a veteran talent because you know how dangerous they are and you know, the experience they've had uh, in the ring and or in this company. So, so there you have it, you know, that's, uh, the, and that's, that's easy. That's easy storytelling. It is. Do you think though, that there's any way ODB pulls this out? Um, cause I'm, I'm going to make an assumption that you're all kind of the same thinking I am, that there's just not really much of a chance ODB wins here. If you, if you, if you look at it, like it, it could be, I mean, there's always a chance. There's always, always a chance. Like, a you chance. know, if uh, they decide to put it on her to be like a transitional champ going into a bigger pay-per-view to put over a younger talent or something like that. But Deanna is so strong right now with her talent and her, her character. I honestly don't see that happening. And to defeat a veteran talent like ODB is just going to make her look even stronger. Yeah, yeah. So we're both, both Diana, both the virtuosa, versatosa. Fade what? <laughs> versatosa. It's a lishism. Versatosa. Per, per, a ver oh, okay. Versatosa. <laughs> Gotta love those lishisms. Um, too funny. So yes, Diana Perrazzo, we, we both uh, believe she is going to defend successfully against, uh, uh, Perrazzo is going to defend successfully against ODB. Um, all right, next, the tag team, this, this tag, um, this, this tag division stuff going on with the good brothers, big picture wise is been just fascinating in my opinion to see, um, to see the good brothers strong on this brand get featured in another company like AEW as one of the big, huge uh, heel fashions 
you know, another inception, if you will, of, uh, you know, the biz quiz, the bullet club with Don Callis and, uh, Kenny Omega leading the pack. It, um, it, it just adds to their worth and shows, uh, it also shows the worth of this brand's tag team titles. And I think that's something that I realized recently that hasn't been talked about enough is, if you've got, uh, I mean, working with other companies is tremendous. And it's something that I've loved seeing, no matter who it is or who comes here or who goes where. Totally. It's great for wrestling, period. No matter okay. if you're into the story or not, it's great for wrestling. Yep. Agreed. And to have a team like this represent, uh, impact wrestling and hold the titles and have other people from other companies come in and and go after them and their titles i think is just amazing it's awesome I, i'm here for every second it the fact that you're i mean the spotlight on the impact of the titles the way the good brothers are being booked on aew television is dominant they have won the main event twice. <laughs> I mean, you you literally like you literally could not book a tag team better than they're being booked right now globally. There is no fucking way Finjuice wins. It might be a hell of a match. It might even go long. But dude, the Good Brothers are clearly being booked to the moon right now. I don't yeah. think there's a team on the planet booking wise in kayfabe that goes over the Good Brothers for at least the rest of through the summer. I just don't see these guys booking going downhill because they're booking them alongside Kenny, whose booking is untouchable, right? I mean, he's, like it or not, unlikely going to take one of our belts or the belt at some point, uh, and as well as other promotions, you know? I just, it's hard to take yourself out of knowing what you know in the background to say that Finjuice is going to win here. And honestly, I prefer to see the Good Brothers win because there are guys, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it certainly is. I mean, the, I think the Good Brothers are a big enough tag team in what other companies are using them for right now. If they did lose the titles, it it wouldn't be super earth-shattering, and it also helps negotiations with other companies, you know, and builds a bigger picture, you know. Mm -hmm. Um I this takes those belts I, off TV though. You want to keep those belts on those guys to make sure that they stay on other people's television. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's interesting because you can't help but look at what's going on with the good brothers in AEW next week is going to be yeah. huge. Yeah. And I'm, I'm trying like hell to avoid spoilers because they're already leaking out. They tape for next Oops. week. Oh yeah. shit. I didn't know that. I'll yeah. have to be careful too. Yeah. So, um, but the match that's happening next week on television for the St. Paddy's Day Slam, um, or what I what did I call it last night? Yesterday I called it the Shamrock Slam or something. <laughs> I don't know. Ooh, what if Ken Shamrock shows up? It's the uh, it's it's the new holiday meal at Denny's, the Shamrock Slam. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Only two ninety nine. <laughs> while supplies last um chimney christmas but the good brothers are facing 
John Moxley and Eddie Kingston next week on um, the um, AEW Dynamite. Yeah, I mean that that's unbelievable. That and, is huge. Uh, again, there's no way the Good Brothers aren't carrying belts when that happens. There's just not. Sorry, for oh, the juice. I mean, they seem every great, single but... every single time they've been on AEW TV, they come in slinging those belts and or wearing them. Yes, and going over, pinning people, holding the belts high. This, the Good Brothers alone have done more for the Impact Tag Titles in particular than maybe any other team ever. Oh, possibly. yeah. I mean, just the, the spotlight they've put on those belts is huge, 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 huge. What a great signing. We knew it at the time, though, right? We knew they would bring a lot of intangibles with them, and they, they really have delivered. I, I knew they were going to be a good addition to the tag scene in Impact Wrestling. I had no clue how far and Same. how big it was going to go. And it's just been mind-blowing. Absolutely mind-blowing over the last calendar year. Yeah, they've taken it to a level I don't think we foresaw. I mean, we knew they were a huge coup when, when they were signed by Impact, but... Yeah, it's just like the gift that keeps on giving. This match is another example of that. It you does. know, and then in, in next week's main event on Dynamite, it's another example of that. So yeah, Good Brothers all the way, man. Hell yeah, you? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think the Good Brothers are winning here, but I can't wait to see what uh, these guys do because, um, well, it it brings more eyes to the New Japan product. That's obviously the the goal here. Yeah. And there is some great stuff going on with uh, New Japan on American soil. And that's the strong show that they've been holding. Um, and I've seen bits and pieces of that uh, here and there, clips and stuff. And, um, you know, it's obviously to draw the American side of the market. So, um, like Moxley was even just featured on there against Kenta. And that was amazing. Yeah. Well, he's been, he's their U S heavyweight champion has been for what, two years now. Yeah. He, he, he took it from Archer in that death match. Was that wrestle kingdom? Like two years ago. I think he got it. He got it back from someone. I forget. Actually, I, I think remember. it was, I think it was, um, I think it was juice. Okay. I only watched new Japan when it was on access ever since it left access. I stopped watching. Although there is rumors, even though they're on Roku right now, uh, that they are hopefully coming back to access. I mean, that's. I hope that'd be that'd be cool. I'd be happy if they did. It needs you know, to it happen. Was nice. It, it, it was really nice does. when they were there. It does. Like yeah. I had Wow and that. I had Wow and New Japan and Impact all on in one place. You know. Yeah. Well, and now a few ladies from Wow have actually been showing up on AEW, so that's been nice to see too. Because I, I miss seeing that. I, I didn't watch a lot of season two, but uh, season one was a lot of fun to watch. Saw a few episodes. I like the strong character work from what I saw. That's my kind of wrestling. You know. Oh, yeah. It was fun. It was old school with a little mix of uh, cinematic stuff like Lucha Underground. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So, Good Brothers taking this one. We're both in agreement on that. Now, it's getting, it's getting crazier here, Mark. It's getting crazier. We've uh -oh. got the fire. And the flavor defending against, uh, fan yourself, against Jordan Grace and Jazz. Getting hot in here. For the. <laughs> it's getting hot in here. Yeah, Stan, that's what I'm talking about. 
House of Steels, though. I, uh, yeah, I'm excited for this match. Sosa in this match. Yeah. <laughs> There's some other women in this match, too, I think. And they're going to fight for something. But I don't know what. But it's going to be awesome. And uh, it's, uh, I, I want to start this conversation out by saying what an absolute blessing it has been to see Jazz stick around and be a part of this. Yes. 100%. I could not agree more. It is, we are so lucky. How lucky were we to land Jazz? God. Awesome. Of all the been- women veterans out there in, in uh, you know, the indie scene or where, wherever. Crazy. Yeah, totally nuts. Totally nuts. Um, Jazz has been really great on the return. Her and Jordan have a lot of chemistry backstage. I feel like the ring chemistry is a little bit to be desired. Um, they're, I mean, they're not bad, but I feel like backstage they work really well together. They seem like a perfect pairing in terms of personality and the youth and the veteranship. Um, Fire and Flava, like clearly my favorite tag team uh, on the women's side. I... Uh, Man, I don't know. This is a tough one to call. Jazz and Jordan have been getting some nice wins. They've been being booked really well. Um, they look great. I'm a little bit worried about if they moved the belts so soon after a single defense against a team they already beat. Um, I'm going to go Fire and Flavor because I think it's still a little early to move brand new belts off the inaugural champs. Or not inaugural, but first champs after the belts have been brought back i don't know yeah. what do you think you think that jazz jordan can really uh i don't know do you think they can take it off the champs so soon there's always a chance but i really feel like if you want to establish this tag team division yeah. you keep the fire and flavor strong for at least till the next pay-per-view agreed at least um because they've been great I mean, it's been it's been an absolute joy watching Kiara Hogan's rise in this company over the last two years, two yeah. two two give or take a little more, um, two years, and then adding Tasha Steeles at her side has been so entertaining and so fun to watch. Another level. It took Kira from a good, competent middle of the card KO to like another completely another level to the point where her and Tasha are the show when they come out their entrance. Oh yeah. Best entrance in the company, even better than Sue and Rosemary, like Tasha and Kier bring energy, like, like nobody's fucking business. Yeah. And it's, they, they ooze charisma and confidence when they come down to the ring. And that's what you want to see in your champs. You know, they, they're not just strolling down and, okay, why, why are we excited about them? Just watch them. They tell you that they're, they, they don't have to say a word, but you just watch them come down to the ring and you know why they're the number one tag team in this company. That's the, the fire and the flavor. And, you know, from just going a little bit further out, it, we're starting to see some light on the horizon, possibly having fans around again. If I'm impact, I'm looking to cling to them as my champs to get a crowd in front of them because with a crowd, they are going to be even more over than they already are. Oh. They've done all of this with no crowds. Yeah. Tasha came into the company and started. Yeah, it's true. You know, she she came in in part of the. Well, I I don't want to say. Well, 
say the the, the NWA. Yeah, like, the, the the I was gonna say the for lack of better words, the demise of the NWA. It's still going, but we just haven't seen a first, lot from them. Their first round of talent release after the pandemic started is when Tasha showed up. That second set of tapings, I think, if I remember correctly, like in May. Yeah. So so it hasn't even been a year that Tasha and Kiara have been together and look at where they are already. Yeah. Yeah. They've, no they've, crowds. they've grown and um, how they've been booked together. I mean, some of it comedy with the whole money thing and the, they're funny as shit. Oh, it's yeah. You better come get they uncle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. They're fantastic. Oh, they I, mean, I mean, look, look at all of the little Tasha isms. That we all say in our little community here with oh girl and oh, you know girl. all that yeah. <laughs> and like I don't know bish and like all that stuff is just taking on a life of its own because they they do they fucking exude charisma like it's just drugs and they're I'm here for it yeah Plus, like t- ta- tomorrow Tasha, tomorrow fine. we'll tomorrow we'll be screaming it's slap a bitch Saturday you know it's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm tuning in for Tasha either way, and I know I'm not the only one. So yeah, it's 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 going to be great to see. And and Jordan and Jazz have been uh, a great combo. I don't want to oh, yeah. completely poo poo them. Jordan is still one of the top knockouts in this company, and yep. um, I I want to see as much as I love Jordan and Jazz together. I want to see a knockdown, drag out like Iron Man match between these two. Jordan That's what Jazz? I, yes. You, you want to see the split and the face off? Yeah. Like out of mutual respect yeah. or maybe, or maybe, you know, if they're not successful in this, then maybe it'll start turning ugly. Maybe Jazz will start showing her old, her old colors her old heel colors. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I can see it. I agree that Jordan's still at the top of the division too. Like she's, she proved herself. She proved her worth in the last or, year or, and a half. Or maybe even a heel turn for, for Jordan. Jordan. Who knows? I could see a heel turn for Jordan. Be all right there. So, um, but we'll see. That's, we don't want to look too far into the future. But for what we have right here, we're, so we're both in agreement that the Fire and the Flava oh, yeah. are going to retain here. I think chat's on that, too. They Everyone seems yeah. to be kind of of the same mindset that – if you want to legitimize these belts, you got to do right by the first champion. So I think I think Impact's the kind of company that will do that. We know this company books smart most of the time. That that's yeah. probably going to happen. Yeah, I mean, as as much as I want to see a title on Jazz, I don't think that's going to happen right now. Yeah, yeah, maybe, I, I don't. Either. Maybe to, maybe towards the end of when she's going to be with the company, it'll be great to to have her go out as a, a knockouts champion somewhere down the road a little bit. I agree. And just, I, and I think too, that's another one they're probably trying to hold on to for some fans, right? It'd be nice if jazz could get some fans for her last, you know, her last rodeo. Yeah. Uh, that'd be cool. This, this last calendar year somewhere, hopefully yeah. Cross, crossing the fingers. Yes, absolutely. Yep. So, uh, that's the whole card. Now the main event, Mark. This, I can't believe this is the main event. This, <laughs> this, this is where it gets, uh, really, really interesting. This is impossible to pick. You realize it, that, right? It is. It is. It is. And it's it's so hard to because it's 
it's almost impossible not to try to look into the future yeah. and think about what's going to happen down the road at the next pay-per-view at rebellion it factors in it does it does because it is something that scott demore said and it it makes it makes the title that they're gonna hold whoever's gonna hold this at the end of it worth so much more because of the match coming up at rebellion we have the unification number one let's talk about this this is the unification of the tna world heavyweight title and the impact world title moose defending the tna title against impact uh world title holder rich swan okay there's no way you can talk about this match without talking about the future particularly because scott demore did introduce it as canon that there will be a title versus title match at rebellion april 24th is that right Correct yes the day april before 24th. my birthday nice what a great present right? so keeping that in mind i'm shocked we're getting moose swan at sacrifice only because i thought it would be at a pay-per-view uh timelines being what they are knowing what we know man I'm going to continue to stick with my guns on this one, what I've been saying for a while now. I think that there will be shenanigans. Rich is going to retain because Rich is the guy who's going to drop that belt, unfortunately, to Kenny Omega. Um, Moose's, Moose's destiny is to get that belt back in impact, not to give it up. Um, I know it pushes Moose's title reign back further, than any of us think it should be or want it to be, but I just can't see Moose. I can't see the opposite happening. Moose winning and dropping it to Kenny at Rebellion. I can't. That better not fucking happen. And I can't see Moose winning and then going over Kenny at Rebellion. So by process of elimination, I say Rich retains, but I don't think he's going to beat Moose clean because Moose is clearly the next... It's his time. It is Moose's time. You know, I could honestly... While you were saying all that, I could honestly picture Moose beating Kenny at Rebellion and walking in on Dynamite the following week. That would be so fucking awesome. Book it. We're done here. I love it. <laughs> I wish. Good night, folks. Yeah, we'll okay. see you tomorrow. <laughs> Dude, um, I, I hope so. I hope you're right. I, I, I could see. Well, it's just. Hmm. If you're going to it's, say though that that happens, how do you you have to future book that? So after Moose shows up on Dynamite, then then they meet at All Out or no Double or Nothing. What's whatever's next? Double or Nothing. Double or Nothing is end of May. So one month later is Double or Nothing. Yes, and that's that's at Daly's place in front of. Oh man. In, in front do, of do we between, know if rebellion well i mean they had 13 between 13 to 1400 right. people at um revolution oh revolution. well and it's in florida so it's in florida so it's the number to be seventeen thousand a month from now or two months from now so dude okay i mean if moose wins and then shows up on Dynamite, then you have to do a rematch 
at double or nothing of Moose versus Kenny Omega. And that's when you combine, that's when you do a, a unification match. If you're, no, you're not going to unify these tiles. We're no. getting way out on the, we're getting way out on the fancy booking. I, I say rich. <laughs> I, say, I say rich because I think rich is going to be the guy to drop it. And I think Moose is going to be the guy to bring it home. That could be. That I could want chat be. to sound off too. I'm curious. This could go. There's a trillion different ways to book this. Oh I, and yeah, like, and it's it's had, it's hard to like I said. It's it's hard not to look try to look into the future after this. But I, I'm trying to just focus on this road we've got right here. It's like yeah, Kenny's Kenny's over here. I'm keeping him. We over know that here. for sure though. But we know he's next. Yeah, like it's not just a what if. Scott said Kenny is next. So that it's, changes this match. It it, it does. It does. Like, this is uh, a fucking hard one. This is so hard. I have zero confidence in my Rich Swan pick, by the way. I pick Rich, but I'm like 0% confident in it. I'm uh, I'm going Moose. Okay. He's been booked. Yeah. He's been booked so strong. I mean, he's been booked so perfectly yeah. yes. i know i know we were a little critical of the whole thing going on with ec3 but we needed that to get to where we are now yeah to elevate him to be a hundred percent focused to put worth on what he's carrying and who he is and this is, I mean, he, he really is, it's, it's hard not to call him the strongest character in this company. He really has become, I mean, I would honestly, in some ways, even put him above Sammy Callahan. And that's hard to say. That's really hard to say. In terms of character work? Just, just how like elevation in the company. Like we know, oh. Sammy's good. We know Sammy's good. He's grand. He doesn't have a title right now, but he's doing. He's still doing big things with Trey, and he's helping elevate Trey to where he's going next in this company. That's going to be long, slow term booking. We know that. But like, looking at Moose and and everything he's been involved in, look. Look, just look at who, like TNA titles aside, put the titles over here for now. You know, look at who he's all defeated over the last two years. He's gone through just an amazing amount of talent, knocked them down one by one by one by one. Yeah, you Moose know? hasn't lost a significant match and been pinned in. I, I don't even know. I can't remember the last time Moose got pinned. He he did say I quit in the Willie Mac. Yeah, match, that doesn't count. That doesn't. But count. he doesn't. But right, yeah, for, he doesn't. He didn't. He didn't lose clean. He just. God, he just that said, ending was so good. Thank you for reminding me of that, Jay Bone. Oh was. man, that was so awesome. God, we lost awesome. our shit. We're like, oh, oh my, my god, that was amazing. That was such a spine tingling, like stand the hair up all I, in your arms moment I, I have goosebumps just talking dude about uh yeah that was such a moment oh my god see this thing is fucking nuts dude this swan moose thing is mind-blowing as shit it's it's think about how fucking spoiled we are 
we have complaints about this or that. We are getting this Swan Moose feud in the midst of a larger feud with Kenny fucking Omega from AEW. This is so insane. Like, how yeah. lucky are we? Like, tomorrow night, we're all going to be shitting a collective brick in this main event when whatever happens, happens. I don't even give a shit what happens. I like both these guys. I think they're both great. I think they both deserve it. I think they both represent Impact Wrestling. I don't think there's any possible way as a fan. Like, I don't care if you love this crossover or you hate it. As a fan, you aren't losing here. There's no fucking way to lose. You're a Rich fan, good. You're a Kenny fan, great. You're a Moose fan, awesome. We're, we're all fucking winning. We're getting a candidate, no matter who wins or loses, or yeah, take two, no <laughs> matter who wins or loses here between Swan and Moose, we're getting a candidate for match of the year. Oh, without it. We're getting two candidates for match of the year. This one plus the one against Kenny. I mean, no one's going to leave anything on, you know, on the table in these matches. We're going to get barn burners out of both matches. And then beyond we're guaranteed at least a third or fourth match, I would imagine at some point. So this is man. long-term. This is yeah. long-term with, with, uh, with the way that Don Callis is booking Kenny Omega in several different companies. And he is, he is what they call him, the best belt machine. He is absolutely one of the best in the world of professional wrestling right now, which is why he is going all over the place. You know, he's defending titles in AAA. He's going to end up defending a title on our pay-per-view. He just had, not talking about the end, I'm not <laughs> discussing that. The match that he had with Moxley was knocked down, drag out, incredible i love every match he has is yeah like he's the best bout machine he's if you have never seen kenny omega wrestle or have only seen a little bit like he is a talent of many generations he you know you see people talk about okada carried those feuds or moxes can no kenny omega can go out and put on a fucking banger in any type of match with anybody the dude isn't in this position uh, just because he knows the right people. He's in this position because he worked his fucking ass off and won over fans all around the world. Um, the fact that he comes to Impact Wrestling, you know, we've had a lot of discussion about we're not getting ours back on Dynamite, which is true. We really haven't gotten ours back on Dynamite. But we did get Kenny Omega on two of our pay-per-views with record-breaking, you know, buy rates. Well, at least for Hard to Kill, probably for Revolution as well. So I think there's some repayment there. Um in terms of the you know what's going there's, on there's a long t like it's it's gonna come back there's long-term storytelling here that's going on big picture wise with aew and kenny omega and don Callis and all that it, just look at how the good brothers are like constantly over there and making a presence you know it's and gonna winning happen. they're dominant over there they aren't just right. there they're dominant there. Right. And it's it and that shows a positive thing. Whether you like them or not as heels, it's still positive, a positive light on impact wrestling. Yeah. I, I yeah. think we're spending a lot of time focusing on the tit for tat as well when it's a long-term thing. I think in the end, the ultimate goal is that New Japan Impact Wrestling, Triple A, AW, everybody grows and that wrestling comes back into prominence. Because um, no one else is doing WWE. It. But yeah, everyone else can come along for the party. 
yeah. one-off critical sting. I was waiting for a critical sting. Bullseye. Just a one-off, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who even said that? I, you know, I don't even remember the origin of that comment anymore. It's been so long since that whatever dirt sheet said, oh, it's a one-off between Impact and, or Kenny Omega coming to Impact, and it's only just going to be this one time. I don't even remember who it was anymore, but boy, probably, were they wrong. Probably uh, one of my favorites, probably Sean Ross Sapp, you know, that piece of shit. So. <laughs> yeah. um, sorry, so you're going Swan, and I'm going Moose on this. Yeah, but I think both of us have very little confidence, huh? <laughs> Could go right. It's, 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 uh, it's, hard, it's, it's hard to really... To, to just looking at it as a fan wise and not looking at the future i i i'm i'm moose all the way in this oh, i love i love swan and i love his story and his comeback over the course of this last year yeah but then i look at the big picture with what's going on with moose and his storytelling and his journey over the last two two plus years yeah. and being a heel and just growing constantly that Moose Man, is, he's a, a monster. With and he's better now than he's ever been. He's just in the peak peak performance. I, but I still say Swan, man. I you got to get Kenny to interfere to get Swan over to take the belt from Swan to set up the storyline, get it back. Like it just that's how it has to go in my mind. But I'm I looking hear, forward yeah. to being. I'm looking forward to seeing if I'm right or wrong. Like I, yeah. To me, no matter what happens in this situation, we are all winning. This is really exciting stuff. And even if our belt gets taken and I get mad and I'm upset, all that excitement that's going to come with the chase to getting it back is going to be so worth it. And who knows? Maybe we don't lose our belt. Maybe you're right. Maybe Moose beats Omega. Holy shit. Wouldn't that flip everything on its head? It would. And that's why I mentioned it. Because you never know. You never know. It's so exciting. Anything could happen, man. (laughs) Anything could happen crazy because, because tony khan is the kind of guy i firmly believe that he would accept something like that going on in his company just looking at the big picture too. and and the depth of the history and the company of impact wrestling it would really put them on another level be like holy shit look what they did I mean, I have my own secret suspicions about what's going on, but it's clear that Tony Khan has reverence for the history of TNA as a product and values the market contributions that Impact Wrestling and TNA have made over the years. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a fan of wrestling. Why else would he? Yeah, yeah. Why else would he be doing this if he wasn't a fan of just wrestling? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's doing what if any of us were the kids of billionaires, we'd probably have our own wrestling promotion. (laughs) <laughs> like this, this is all of our dream, right? He's just one of us with a lot of money, and he's out there doing it, man. And I mean, I don't know. I hope I, I wish nothing but success for AEW. It's it'll never be Impact, but it can be a great second option, and it already is. You know. Yeah. So, but yeah, so I'm I'm looking. I'm strictly looking at this, trying not to. It's like, yeah, there is absolutely a chance that Don Callis and Kenny are going to come in and have some kind of shenanigans as far as the end of this match. But I'm doing my pick is strictly on just looking at Moose, Swan in the ring, and them, and nothing else. So that's that's how I'm picking this. Yeah, it's I, it's hard. It's hard. But I, that's how I'm trying to look at this. And if I were to step back and truly <clears throat> be able to look at it like that, I would agree. Uh, in terms of just pure kayfabe, like booking, it's Moose. But but we're gonna see it on Swan for another month. And then Swan is Swan. I will. I'll say this about Swan. Swan is a tremendous champ. I love his journey, 
And the fact yeah. that he beat a guy like uh, Eric Young to get it and just everything he's gone through. And, and we even saw that last year uh, right before he broke his leg in that um, that gauntlet match is one of the greatest showings I've ever seen from him. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> the the literal blood, sweat and tears from him going through that match before he a was great. Beat. Great match. Crazy. Uh, Windsor, Windsor tapings if anybody missed that. It's a gauntlet in was October maybe of 19, September October of 19 Windsor tapings somewhere around. It's there. it's what led to what? Cage? No. It led Who? to Bound for Glory that year, didn't it? That's fuzzy. Critical Sting, Critical Sting, we need you. Rich Swan, Gauntlet Match, Windsor, Ontario, Canada. Surely it was October 19 or September 19. I think tapings were right Something around like there. Because Mexico was in July when they did a small California tour. And then I think they went to Windsor. And didn't he even beat Elgin in that? I'm trying to remember like the order of how who beat who. I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I know when Cage came out, like... <laughs> The color went out of Rich's face, and Cage was like, "Man, sorry, dude." <laughs> and then, you know, they're in power. Time that was to put a... the dog down. <laughs> I should go back. I should go back and watch that. Oh, it led to hard to kill Sammy and Tessa. Is what That's right. Tessa oh, first actually, set, yeah, first set of tapings. Was it Tessa beat Cage? Is that what it yeah. was? Yeah. Yeah. No, that was a different match. That wasn't the. I'm going to go back and watch that. Okay, first set of access tapings. So it was right at. So Cage was not the champion anymore he lost that belt at the first access show that was a great yeah, match too yeah, the access yeah. the access era has delivered so far and been pretty solid despite the pandemic they've been a great partner to impact yeah. wrestling okay granted okay big picture wise it's all under the same thing you know anthem but it's uh it's it's been it's been great since great they combo. got the network and acquired network it has been yeah. a perfect relationship. And Sting does yeah, say so. that his te Tessa did pin Cage in that gauntlet. Okay, yeah. So. That's crazy to think about, right? It is. <laughs> Where <laughs> the company has gone from, from <laughs> like, just over a calendar year ago till now with everything. Yeah, yeah, like that's nuts. It's wild. Oh, man. Makes your head spin. It does. But that is the card for uh, tomorrow's uh, Impact Wrestling Sacrifice on uh impact plus folks spend your 7.99 watch this show you will not be sorry and uh we're gonna be watching it and reacting to it tomorrow um dude it's gonna be great so before we get out of here why don't you tell these lovely folks where they can find you i'm easy you can find me at mark world order m-a-r-k-q world order on twitter that's it it's easy like sunday morning <laughs> Ooh. All right, so till <laughs> Dilly's in the trail. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, and as always, you know you can find Smash This Podcast on YouTube and on Twitch and all the socials, the Face Botch, the Twitter Box, and the Instanec. And also for your bone on the go, the audio portion of Smash This Podcast is on anchor.fm forward slash smash this podcast and it goes everywhere spotify apple google Castbox, podbean verbal 
all these rebel radio, all these little new ones that I'm finding. It's just great. So uh, much love, everyone. Thanks, everyone. And if you're watching the replay of this, by all means, give me your picks in the in the um, in the comments below, or hit me up on social media. Give me your picks. I love love chatting with people when I have the time. When I have the time. Uh, which isn't always, but I love connecting with you guys. I really appreciate all the, the love and everything and the growth. Uh, so, yeah, on our way out of here, you know, we smash that like button, smash that sub button, helps the channel grow no matter where you're watching from, and ring that bell for notifications. Why? So that you know when more of my content hits your screen. Thank you so much, my brother Mark. We will see y'all manana. For the live watch along that we're doing the simulcast between Smash This Podcast and Total Nonstop Impact. Join us for that, and then we'll have a review, live review and discussion shortly after. Much love, Go folks. Ahead. We'll see you then.